blunt? Do you like to be blunt? Absolutely. We don't sugarcoat shit. Listen, Listen Monday through Friday, 9 a.m. to 12 noon Pacific Standard Time. You'll hear things you've never heard before. Renegade Talk Radio. Show music for today, folks, here on the Toxic Wise Ass Show on Renegade Talk Radio. Yeah, it's uh, Thanksgiving week, and uh, my gosh, how it's, uh, it's creeped up on us all so fast. The last thing I remember is we had a 93 day, 93 degree day in the middle of September, and there was not a dairy bar open. They had all closed by like, um, September 10th or 12th or something like that. And technically, summer's supposed to go until like the 21st or 2nd of September, whatever. So, and now we have days that are in the 50s. The next day, zero. It rains one day. We've had some snow in the northern parts here in the great northwest. Northwest, yeah, the northeast. Um, well, the northwest has gotten some snow. Colorado, Wyoming. Um, drifting down through. We haven't really gotten it here. Uh, northern part of Maine has. I'm in the eastern, east, northeastern part. Yeah, it's yeah, it's north, but it's not complete. There's another 110, 15 miles of Maine. Maine's a big state, geographically speaking. It's bigger than all the rest of the New England states put together, all the other five states. Matter of fact, the county that I live in, Aroostook County, is the biggest county in Maine, geographically speaking and bigger than Connecticut so but we haven't had uh, I think we had snow by this time last year so you got to get your uh, you know your garage and your house all secured for winter you got to um, get yourself a plowman you can count on I got mine basketball buddy of mine and uh, bags of salt last year I went through and I'm not kidding a thousand pounds of salt it had to be I was dumping salt in my sleep. We had just a lot of ice, a lot of snowy ice, 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 rain to ice, ice to rain, rain to rain, ice to ice. Uh, it was crazy. And, uh, you, know, you know, we've had some rough winters. We've had two or three bad ones right in a row. Last year was, mm, you know, bad, but not the, the two before that were a lot of snow and uh, cold. And it stayed clear up until I, you know, April. That's the thing about the great northeast here. You know, like I said on the last show, you have to put up with something no matter where you live. You know, hurricanes, tornadoes, floods, mudslides, fires, cold, ice, snow, rain. You know, you got to put up with something. Unless you want to move to some island off Pango Pango, then you'll be nuts. Because they don't have a Walmart you can go to to shop at, right? You got to have a Walmart. I don't, I don't know if this fire company has a uh, Walmart sponsors, but I mean, let's just face it. I say big box stores, and you know, Walmart. Here's what ha here's what's happened to it. And I'm going to talk about this during this holiday season. Here's what's happened. Now, downtown, even my little town here, 
in uh, Holton, Maine, used to be uh, 11, 12,000 people back in the 70s, up until about the 80s. We even had a college here, Ricker. I didn't go to it because actually it was too expensive for me to go to, but it was a nice little liberal arts type school. You could get teaching degree, AA degree, business degree, and uh, they had a beautiful gymnasium. You know, uh, Bruce Springsteen even sang there and some other groups. Mamas and the Papas, I believe, and some other, when they were coming up and uh, up and, you know, coming in the 60s and 70s. And um, a, lot of, uh, a lot of people that came from all other places, New York and Massachusetts, all over, they stayed in uh, this area after they went to Ricker. And it was kind of a strange setup for a campus because it was kind of all over the place. But uh, they had an unreal cafeteria. My cousin went there when he got out of Vietnam, and he used to take me over. He was several years over. He's my cousin George. He has passed since. Brilliant, brilliant man. And uh, he used to send me, like, uh, war souvenirs and things from Vietnam, flags. and He was very smart. He was in the Green Berets. But anyways, um, you know, the downtown here used to be so vibrant. We had a Woolworths, Woolco, Western Autos, J.C. Penney's, Sears. We had that all downtown. Movie theater, two movie theaters downtown. Restaurants galore. Now it's like a ghost town. So what's happened is the down the, the malls came and they wiped out the downtown. Okay. Now the super box stores have come out and they've wiped out the malls. Because uh, we have two malls in my area. One's in uh, the little boat an hour north of me in Prescott, Isle, Maine. And the other one's in Bangor, about an hour south of me. And they're both not doing very well. Stores are closing right and left inside of them. Because people are doing online shopping. And when they do go shopping, they go to your big box stores. The super duper never close uh, box stores that have a garage and change your tires. Even have hair salons and they have a garage you know everything they even have medical stuff they even some of them even have uh, clinics a lot of them have clinics and they're open 24 7 it's like a city it's like a city so that's what's happened and I'm glad I'm kind of old enough to remember when downtown used to be downtown everybody went there you know it's the, the streets were packed at night it, they even they used to have uh, parking meters that's how busy it was. So sadly enough, a lot of this has changed, but I've seen it all in my years here. I'm a baby boomer and a middle-aged guy, but you know, I've seen it all and I'm glad I have. I, I you know, went to, we had a drive-in theater and that's been closed for 30 years. There's still a few drive-in theaters around and I like going to them. There's one in Bangor, Maine. There's one up north in the, the St. John Valley area and uh this one in south southern maine portland area but uh oh well let's get back to the uh holiday talk i hope you had a good thanksgiving and uh i think this time last year here in my area anyway the northeast uh towards the canadian border towards new brunswick we had snow by this time last year and it was so cold that many were just kind of discouraged from even going out for Black Friday shopping. I remember everybody's like, hey, it's too cold. We had some rotten, cold snow and ice and just very, very uh, undesirable to go 
to go shopping. Now, me when I shop, I like to. I like. I'm a see and touch guy. Uh, not like Harvey Weinstein. <laughs> That's a bad joke. That's a bad joke. But I'm. A, I like to. Ho- I like to see what I'm buying. I like to hold it. I like to look at it. And um, you know. But uh, I do order some stuff online. It's just some stuff you have to order online or you can't get it. You know, radio equipment, uh, you know, cameras and and parts. And I collect old films. I'm an old films guy. 8mm, 16mm, some 35mm. You know, the kind that run on the old projector, the old projector types. And um, I've collected those. I used to collect the cast. I have a lot of friends on Facebook that were all collectors. Kind of nerdy. Yep, it is. Used to have our own theater. Had one in my garage, and then, and mostly in my garage. And I set up a sheet for a screen because I couldn't afford a real screen. So it was a sheet, and people would come in. I tacked it up in the wall. and go, that's a sheet. No, it's a screen. It's a movie screen. So sit down. Shut the F up. You paid your quarter. Now you're going to see some movies. You know, and I bought the... Uh, I had an 8mm projector. Later on, I got a Super 8 one. And uh, later on, I would even get Super 8 sound, but this is after the fact. Uh, but mostly, I had 8mm films, castle films. They were silent. And I had a tape recorder, cassette, and reel-to-reel. And I used to make the sound. It was god-awful. It was terrible. I would do Dracula, blah, you know, and I would do all the voices, even the women voices. Help me, you know. So, um... You know, I did it all, and no one ever complained. They should have, but they didn't. You know, this is the 70s. Not a lot to do. Uh, no video games. Video games hadn't really come out yet. So we'd get, we'd get a little bit of a crowd. We even bought real theater seats and popcorn machine. Uh, the local confectionery place uh, let us um, buy candy from them at wholesale prices, and we had, we had candy counter. Um, you know, and uh, I even got an extra projector, and I did all the sounds and all the sound effects for most all the movies. And it was like those uh, Italian movies where you know the voice, the mouth would move, and then the voice would come out later. But uh, we had fun, very good memories, and I even made some movies. I had a eight millimeter camera, old-fashioned type. It was like four minutes, and it was very expensive to make movies. Um, be like 10 bucks in the 70s it was like 40 or 50 now to make a three or four minute movie so i didn't make many later on i would get film at like discount prices or half price and be able to make a couple 200 foot 400 foot movies which would be about a half hour uh were they good no they weren't good i mean i had old equipment and uh you know, I did the best that I could, and I again used the tape recorder for sound. So again, it was like you know the you know dubbed-in movies from Italy. Hey, how are you? Blah blah. Joe, Japanese. Uh, Godzilla. Oh, you know. <laughs> you want to fight? Fight me. You know. But uh, I'm saying you know again. I'm supposed to stop that. Why do I do that? And my assistant uh, G-Man has always pointed that out to me. I got to stop doing that. But uh, you know. <laughs> But anyways, so we had some fun. We used to have the, during the holidays, the cousins would come home and stuff, and I'd set up the, then I, I actually was able to afford a movie screen because I um, was in my grandfather's, uh, he bought a lumber yard, and there was an old house in it, and my cousin and I went in, and we found some old coins from probably the 1860s, 18, no, probably 1870s, 1880s, 
some silver dollars and half dollars and we we got them and we sold them and I was able enough to buy a new screen and some other film equipment and I think a set of walkie-talkies anyways I love toys I should I had a toy shop because I really love toys um, but anyways so we had a lot of fun with that around the holidays you know there was no cable no VCRs no DVDs no satellite uh, you know the movie theater was would have uh, matinees you know the regular movie theater and we would go and, and then they'd have the night show they'd have a seven o'clock sh movie showing then a nine o'clock and if you didn't want to leave the theater you didn't have to so lots of times my cousin and I we would just uh, go to the seven o'clock show and stay right through and stay to the nine o'clock show again well, we were out of money by that time, so there was no ice cream or treats for the second show. But, you know, you watch a John Wayne movie a couple times or a comedy or whatever. So, but anyway, this is, uh, we're going to be working up to our Christmas shows, and that's going to be fun. I'm uh, going to have a lot of a lot of comedy stuff. We're going to try to keep you laughing here on the Toxic Wise Ass Show here on Renegade Talk Radio. I want to thank you for listening and tuning in. Much more coming up. Renegade Talk Radio. Renegade. Wonderful life, you know. Oh, 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 oh. Merry Christmas, everybody. Oh, 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 everything's great. George Bailey, this is Mr. Potter, and I'm taking out your business, and I'm gonna make sure you you're bankrupt, boy. Oh yeah, Mr. Potter. Well, I got some news for you. I got me a 357. Teacher says every time a bell rings, my father shoots somebody. Oh. Oh, Merry Christmas, everybody. Well, those, those are the bells, all right. Now, it looks like I'm going to prison for a long time. Merry Christmas, everybody. <laughs> Oh, that was our version of It's a Wonderful Life. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, you know, it's a little different version. This time, George Bailey goes a little nuts with a gun. But that's okay. We, you know, we bring in you something different here on the Toxic Wise Ass Show here on Renegade Talk Radio. And we're going to have a lot more, uh, lot more fun for the next month or so, right up through... Uh, Christmas and uh, the New Year's. Yeah, what's the New Year's? I can't believe it's going to be the New Year's already. It's uh, it's really weird, you know. I'm not quite sure what happened last year. <laughs> and uh, nobody ever keeps the resolutions they make. I I certainly don't. I've tried and I just can't do it most of the time. Mostly has to do with dieting, bad habits. 
But anyways, I might try to make some and keep some this year. But stay tuned. we got much more to try to keep you laughing here on the Toxic Wise Ass. We're going to have more uh, lost episodes and movies, mini-movies, and news and info, and just fun. Well, uh, now in some sports briefs, the, uh, the Patriots beat the Oakland Faders. I call them the Faders because they seem to be fading every year. They beat them uh, 33 to 8 in Mexico City. Like 120,000 people there. And I think most of them, as they said on TV, were Raiders fans. But there were quite a few Patriots fans and some interesting outfits. One guy had a hat on with a little Patriot on top of it. And they were pretty enthusiastic and they filled the place. It was almost like the Super Bowl atmosphere there. It was fun to watch. The uh, Celtics, like I said, uh, they'll be looking for their 16th win in a row uh, tomorrow, I believe, in Miami. That should be interesting. So uh, things looking good here in the great northeast, New England. Uh, college basketball has started up. There's, most teams have played two, three, maybe four or five games already. All depends. Um, they play their uh, most of their games before the conference play usually starts after Christmas. So we'll have to see what happens there. And um, uh, so that should be interesting. And you know, speaking of winning and losing, I was doing some commercials in the studio the other day. I was talking to two or three people at work in there, a couple, couple ladies and a couple guys. And these guys were all kind of sports fans and some have played different sports. and. We were talking about the crowds at games. And I just want to tell you, and it's pretty, I mean, it's obvious. When you win, and I don't care if you have a fart team or tiddlywinks team or a football team or it's a boys team or a girls team. When you win, you attract fans. I've seen it. Um, in, in high school... In my first few years, we started winning and started losing a little bit towards my junior and senior year. And the fans were still there, but a couple of years after I graduated, they weren't doing very good, the team. And it used to be, you know, 15, 16, 2,000 people at a game. And you're down to like two or 300 in the crowd, four or 500. Um, games, you know, were sold out. But when you lose... No one wants to see you lose. Your mother don't want to see you lose. And I went to college, and we won two conference championships and runner-up one year. But my senior year, we had a losing record. We lost a couple of key players at the beginning of the year. And we ended up, I think, 11 and 16, something like that. First losing record. I had three winning years in college. But again, the crowds, we, and our gymnasium was one of the best, beautiful gymnasium held well over 2,000, maybe 3,000 people, fans. That's pretty good for a Division school, D Division three college. And we put on tournaments. We had teams from Connecticut, New Hampshire come up, Eastern Connecticut State, um, Franklin Pierce, Roger Williams, Nathaniel Hawthorne. We'd have them come up, University of Southern Vermont, Wyndham State. I can remember them all. And uh, crowd 
crowds would be sold out. But my senior year, halfway through, when we started losing games, when we lost players, key players, and this happens, you know, you start losing and uh, the crowds dwindle. You know, you're lucky if you get your girlfriend or whatever to come, your parents, <laughs> your friends. Uh, no one wants to see a loser. You know, General Patton said it. You know, people like winners. American likes, they like winners. Winners. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. And so, I mean, that's just being Captain Obvious, I guess. I think I can say that. Is that copy carded, written? I don't know. But it's just being obvious. Uh, you know, they talk about the national anthem, and that might have some things to do with people not watching or attending. But when your team is 0-10, like the Cleveland Browns, who's going to go and sit there? I mean, if they're giving away tickets, maybe you go. I'm not, I mean, who who wants to see that? People don't, I mean, diehard fans show up, okay? And when I'm a, I'm a big Celtics fan, and I sat through the Patriots game before Tom Brady, we got clocked in two Super Bowls and had some really rough seasons. Celtics, after Larry Bird left and Len Bias died and their their number one draft pick, we went through several really miserable seasons. You know, 21 and 70 records, you know, 21 and 60, something like that. It was horrible. So that's, you know, that's just the whole, you know, that's it. That's sports. No one wants to see a loser. And, you know, that's just the way it is. And it's still the same way. NBA, you know, Miami Heat used to fill that stadium. Now it's like half because they're not that good anymore. LeBron's gone. D. Wade's gone. The core of that team that won that two championships, they're gone. You're still going to get your diehard fans, like I said, but, you know, that's just uh, that's just the way it is. Uh, the scandals continue out of uh, Washington and um, Hollywood. Almost something new every day. One of my Facebook friends, he's a filmmaker. I think he's from New York or Boston. He says, if this keeps going... I don't know, I made a mention of this before, but he said, if this keeps going, you know, we'll all be able to go out to Hollywood and get commercials or make movies because nobody's going to be left. The producers, the directors, the actors, you know, they're all getting... And Al Franken, he won't resign, but he's being cut out of shows already. PBS had a show, a dedication to Mark Twain, and they, I heard on the news today they're cut, editing him out of it. So he better get used to that. And I just, the hypocrisy of it all, <clears throat> and you know I'm not political. I don't like politicians. I would if they were better to the constituents. I just don't understand why we don't have universal health care and why hundreds of thousands of kids have to go to school hungry. Okay, if you're an adult, you can go to work, you can, you know, you can find food. But if you're a kid, you have, you have no resources. You can't go get a job. You have to go to school hungry. And then the big wigs at the big power education brains, and I was a teacher for 23 years, believe me, the big brains say, oh, we need to make the school day longer and the class is tougher and the test tougher. No, you need to have the kids eat breakfast so they don't fall asleep. No one wants, no one can do anything while they're hungry. Nobody. Man, woman, child. 
beast. Nobody. When you're running through the, uh, the course of the day, deficiencies and vitamins and you're hungry, you don't feel like doing anything. Here's what you feel like doing. Getting something to eat. Having something good to eat. Anything to eat. So, this is, you know, getting ridiculous, but uh, the hypocrisy on both sides is bad. Sometimes it's a little worse coming from the liberals because they preach this, and then the next thing you know, one of them is busted. That's why Hillary couldn't win. How could she, how could she talk about Donald Trump after her husband? And I kind of like Bill Clinton while he was the president. I think some good things happened while he was president, but... You know, he was a son of a gun. He should have really been ousted. I mean, compared to Richard Nixon, what he did was, you know, much worse. But anyways, I don't want to talk about politics too much. We have much more here on the Toxic Wise-Ass Show, and I have to be a wise-ass about a lot of things, I guess. Um, but hunger for kids and cruelty animals and uh, abuse of women in any shape or form well, those will not be things that I will be a wise-ass about. Those are things that are uh, very important and have to be dealt with. Now, on my Facebook page, I want to tell you, it's Mark Chaplin, uh, Bangor, Maine. I have it listed out of, even though I'm a little further north. But I spent most of my time working in Bangor, doing comedy shows and some Internet radio work for small stations and so forth. I... Uh, I posted the question, actually quite late last night, I said, how come there's no women's football league? And all the responses I got. <laughs> oh, <clears throat> now it was, it was kind of a half-joking thing, but I was kind of serious. And someone brought up, oh yeah, there's a lingerie league where they play in their panties. Well, that's not what I meant. I'm in a legitimate league, like the WNBA or how they play tennis. And I just thought it'd be kind of interesting. Because believe me, and I don't want to sound uh, facetious about this, but, it, you know, hey, there's a lot of athletic women, and they, they certainly could play football. A lot of them said that. They said, I would have loved to have played football. But I had a lot, of, uh, <laughs> a lot of strange comments. And, you know, it is Facebook. It is, as they, as they say, it is what it is. But it was quite interesting when I posted that. Sometimes when you post something, you, never, you think you're going to get a big response, and it's pfft, nothing. Other times you think, eh, I'm going to post this, and it's probably not going to get much reaction, and it blows up, as they say. But uh, <laughs> it was, uh, I like to do that from time to time, you know, be a little, we'll be a little out there just to see what's, uh, what people are thinking. And I like to respond to, uh, to people's posts, too, if I feel the need. So, and I, you know, I always, I always said, oh, I'm not going to be a computer guy. I'm, I can take it or leave it. I'm certainly not going to be a social media guy. I can take it or leave it. But in my business, in this, you know, communications and in comedy, eh, it's kind of necessary to be on Facebook and social media. I'm not on Twitter or anything like that. And I'm one thing at a time. I'm, I'm not a good multitasker. I'm really not. I like to do one thing at a time and uh, try to do the best I can at it, like this radio show. So, uh, but anyways, uh, it's always something interesting. But we have, uh, we have much more on our holiday shows. Hope you had a good Thanksgiving, uh, um, which is, uh, by the time this show comes out, will be uh, over with. 
and we're going to have a lot of hosts, uh, holiday shows coming up and going to try to have some fun and some laughs in these trying times. But you know, the times, they've always been a trying. That sounds like a Bob Dylan title. But you know, when I was growing up, we were worried about the Russians and, and the Cold War. And Remember the movie The Day After about a nuclear bomb hitting Kansas? You know, that's what was on our minds as kids in the 60s and 70s, right up into the 80s, till the wall came down, and then it looked like, you know, Russia was not going to be a threat. I always thought they were more like us than, and we were like them than anything, so it would be strange to have a war with them. But they say, you know, uh, despite the Russian, uh, the Cuban Missile Crisis in 62, you know, there were some close calls. I do believe that a uh, Russian colonel had his finger on the trigger. He, they thought uh, missiles were heading into Moscow, but they weren't. It was a flock of geese or something. I don't know. Just, And he could have hit the button. It could have started it all. We were, we were several submarine incidences. I mean, it was a lot closer than we realized that things could happen. But uh, thank the good Lord. Thank God they didn't. And so we are all here now, able to celebrate the holidays. And I, I do say Merry Christmas. I'm a Merry Christmas guy. If you're celebrating Hanukkah or you're an atheist, uh, that's fine. Do that. But I'm going to celebrate the way I want. And uh, I always say Merry Christmas. So, and most of us do up here in the Great White Northeast. So, but whatever you, uh, however you celebrate. I mean, I'll celebrate any holiday long as there's uh, festivity and good food or even bad food so but stay tuned we got much more coming up here on the toxic wise ass show on our holiday shows for thanksgiving and christmas so stay tuned stick this in your ear the number one the number one internet shock radio network shock me shock me shock me with that deviant behavior renegade renegade talk radio well, uh, it's time for some sports dibs and dabs. And uh, let me see. Yes, we already covered the Patriots. Uh, kicked uh, the Oakland Faders' asses down in Mexico. Down me La Ciudad de Mexico. And uh, like I said, I was really surprised. Uh, most of the fans were Raider fans. I guess, you know, Mexico's closer to uh, California, of course. Um, so I can understand that. But there was there were... There were a thousand, you know, it was 120,000, something like that. I don't know. Crazy number. And there were thousands and thousands wearing red, white, and blue Brady jerseys. And they were chanting, Brady, Brady. It was, it was really cool. You know, I always kind of thought Mexico hated us, especially since the, the wall thing. But I guess they're a forgiving people. That's great. And the Celtics have won number 16 in a row. I said it was against going to be against Miami, but it was against... Uh, Dallas Mavericks and Kyrie Irving had 47 points. And it's turned a bit chilly here in the great north, uh, northeast, uh, New England area. It's down into the teens. But we still really don't have any snow. I think this time last year we had snow because I remember uh, a lot of people didn't want to go out on Black Friday that week after Thanksgiving because we had a lot of snow and a lot of ice, more than we usually have. Like I said, last year was like, I can't remember dumping so much salt. It's no wonder that uh, there's any left. We dumped so much. And um, 
more allegations coming out against uh, more celebrities and uh, more uh, politicians. Um, I don't know what's going to happen there. It's just, <laughs> you never know, you wake up. It's kind of like a witch hunt, but it's a little bit more than that because it's a witch, witch hunt with, um, you know, some, some valid, validation to it. Like I said, if you have a mother, a sister, if you're a guy and you have a mom, a sister, a daughter, grandmother, whatever, then you're going to understand this, this is terrible to take advantage of your position to, to draw power like that. And if you're a man and doing the same with, with uh, girls or boys or whatever, it's just a terrible, terrible thing. And I heard them say on the, one of the news networks that, uh, you know, that the politicians couldn't wait for the new pages, congressmen and senators couldn't wait for the new pages to come in so they could, you know, get them, <laughs> literally. And that's, that's really sad. Another reason not to like politicians, which I do not. But if you do, that's fine. I, uh, I think we need to revamp the whole system. And I'm not a communist or socialist. I, I'm a big history guy. I love our country. General Patton said, love your country, but never trust the government. And that's me. And I'm an independent. I think you vote for the person, not for the party. I mean, you can't, nobody can be all right, nobody can be all wrong. You know, that's my theory. But whatever you are, whatever religion, if you have none, if you have whatever views, you know, as long as you're a good person, that's what counts. And here in the Toxic Wise Ass Show, that's what we like here on Renegade Talk Radio. You're listening, and want to thank you. Try to make the show better and funnier every time. We're going to have our holiday shows coming up, and uh, try to keep you laughing. I can't wait. Uh, we're going to do more Christmas Christmas uh, skits, <laughs> shows, whatever you want to call it. Uh, I've watched, uh, they've already shown uh, Chevy Chase Christmas Vacation. Well, they were showing it in the summertime, you know, so they're really showing it now. It's on like every five minutes, but it's always funny, always funny, every bit of it, from them getting the tree, getting underneath the truck to the squirrel in the tree coming out. <laughs> it's just uh, it's just all funny. Him going up into the attic, watching the whole movies, and then his wife pulls the string down and help. he comes down, projector and all. <laughs> really funny. I'm, I don't have that many Christmas movies. Um, <clears throat> as a kid, I had the... Uh, if you're in your 50s, you probably remember the 8mm Super 8 projectors and cameras. It all changed so fast. By the time I got out of college, about 1980, uh, VHS had come out, and Betamax, and everything was switching to videotape. Now it's all digital. But, uh, you know, I, I still have some old home movies. I put a lot, I put most of them on uh, DVD, you know, to keep them because film will fade, especially if you don't store it right. So there's a few few Christmas memories there and mostly pictures. I always got a line. I'm, I still collect Lionel trains um, and old movies, 16mm, 8mm, the kind on the kind you show on projectors. Although I haven't collected as many as I usually do. They're hard to store. They're very, they take up a lot of room and they're hard to store. They have to be kept at like 60 degrees, 55, 60 degrees. Any hotter they'll melt, any colder they'll, they'll, you know, crisp up. And uh, so you have to be careful storing them. So, and I have a lot of friends that are film collectors too, and collect 
collect collectibles. You know, old toys. I'm not much for collecting old toys. These things all take a lot of room, and I just don't have it. Just don't have a lot of room between, you know, uh, my video equipment and projectors and things like that. So, but you're listening to the Toxic Wise S Show, and here on Renegade Talk Radio, I want to thank you all again for listening, and hope you have happy holidays, and uh, we will continue with our show. Be Blarneys. This is Leo the Farting Leprechaun. <laughs> Wishing everybody a happy Thanksgiving and happy holidays. Shorty be gory. Oh, I think I should be drawers. Oh, that was Leo the Fartin' Leprechaun wishing everybody a happy Thanksgiving and happy holidays and, of course, Merry Christmas coming up. Yes, I say Merry Christmas. I'm going to say it. I've always said it, and I'm always going to. And pretty much that's what we do up here in the great Northeast. We say Merry Christmas. If you don't, that's fine. Whatever. If you say it, if you don't, if you don't want to, if you don't think you should, if you never say it, whatever you want to do. But I say it. If you don't like it, well, it's too bad. Because it is a Merry Christmas. Always had good Christmases. Always got my, uh, if you're a boomer, baby boomer, you remember the big light bulbs on the tree? and We used to put tinsel on the tree the old-fashioned tinsel and we had the Christmas parties at school I don't know if they have those anymore when I was teaching we had them especially I taught at a Catholic school so naturally we had them sure and people bought presents and candy and the teacher brought treats oh what a time you colored pictures of Santa and Frosty and Exchanged Christmas cards and put up decorations. You put up a school tree and decorated it. And you get home and you watch your uh, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer and How the Grinch Stole Christmas. All those great shows. Yeah. Yep. It's a great time. Um, Of course, back then, didn't have the uh, cable or the VCRs or the Betamax or whatever you want to call it. Certainly didn't have DVDs or CDs. So you had to watch what was on, what was on, when it was on. And we, uh, you know, later we got a cable, a form of cable, got like 11 or 12 channels, but mostly we had the antenna and where we lived we could get five or six channels. And uh, most of them went off by midnight. But, so you had to catch, when the show was on, you had to catch it when it was on or you weren't going to see it. Not like nowadays where you have On Demand or DVD or YouTube. You have to, uh, back then, you had to see it when it was on. And I remember growing up here in the great northeast uh, in Maine. And uh, we get some Canadian channels. And we could actually watch the Canadian channel version of maybe Frog, well, 
they would show it would be the American version, but they would show the American uh, cartoons and Charlie Brown Christmas special. They would show it, and uh, then it would be on American TV maybe a little later. So we got to see some of these shows twice. Mr. Magoo's Christmas Carol. Oh, <laughs> Mr. Magoo, you've done it again. I love Mr. Magoo. I wouldn't want to drive around with him, but uh, I love that show. I love that cartoon. They made a movie about with Mr. Magoo. I can't remember who was it. Liam. No, it wasn't Liam Neeson. I can't remember who played him. I'll have to look that up. It wasn't very good. It was all right, you know. They made a movie about uh, Baby Huey. That was kind of funny. Didn't Doesn't get shown much. There was Howard the Duck, too. But anyways, getting back to the holiday situations. Yeah, all these. You had to see him back. If you were out shoveling snow or playing in the snow or having a snowball fight, you... You came in, you got warmed up, and you got ready for to watch your shows. And hopefully the adults let you watch them. We had a couple TVs, one in the living room, one in a den area, so it was pretty pretty fortunate to be able to watch these uh, shows most of the time. And uh, then in college, we put up a Christmas tree. We weren't supposed to put up a real tree, but we did it anyway. We'd, we'd find a little Christmas tree and decorate it, had it in our room, and had Christmas parties. The good old days. I don't know what they do nowadays in college. I really don't. But um, other than sports that I watch. But we got a lot more coming up here on the Toxic Wise Ass Show. I'm your host, Mark Chaplin, wishing everybody happy Thanksgiving and upcoming Merry Holidays, Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah. I have a lot of Jewish friends, and I have a lot of, I have some Muslim friends, too. And, uh, you know, I celebrate anything where there's festivities, Cinco de Mayo, whatever it is, I'll celebrate it. Especially if there's food. And, uh, you know, uh, the scandals are coming out. Charlie Rose has been fired from... CBS. I think he's 74 years old, 75. I'm not sure. So he's probably ready to retire anyway. I don't know. He he could go on. I always kind of liked his interviews. And he did a lot of one-on-one interviews with some people that were hard to get, you know, like LeBron James, Michael Jordan, uh, a lot of sports figures. And he knew his stuff. I remember like watching Larry King and Larry King wouldn't know anything about I don't know where he got his info. I don't know how Larry King ever got a job. He was terrible. Now he's on TV schlepping vitamins. Now, if he's taking these vitamins and he still looks like the Crip Keeper, I'm not buying these vitamins. Is that the guy they really want pushing their vitamins, Larry King? He's, he's 80 and he looks 120. I'm not getting that. And I'm sure as hell not buying the damn vitamins. Little Larry King, I'm 125 years old. I mean, I don't get it. But uh, anyway, Charlie Rose is gone. Goodbye, Charlie. And Chuck Manson is gone. At first, it was uh, there was a word that uh, you know he they've killed him off like 25 times in the last few years on Facebook. So you never know, you know, the fake news stuff. But uh, the real news reports that he has passed, and he is on his way to hell as we speak, or if he's not already there. He was one crazy bastard. And, of course, uh, they didn't have the death penalty. They took that off the books when he got uh, 
<coughs> convicted. So he got the life in prison instead. And so we, the taxpayers and taxpayers of California, had to take care of him and feed his evil ass and take care of him for 50 years. And I'm sure they have to pay the bill to bury his evil ass. He's one sick bastard. And I was talking to somebody today about it. Like, if he would have made it, like, with the Beach Boys, who I think, I'm not quite, did, did they buy some of his music or use some of it? I'm not quite sure. He was kind of chummy with Brian Wilson for a little bit. If Charles Manson had made it as a singer, we would never have had these troubles, maybe. Just like if Adolf Hitler had made it as a painter. He went to art school and he wasn't very good. But if he'd have been, a, if he'd have been of course, artists is kind of... <laughs> They weren't, they weren't really successful till they died anyway, but if he sold some of his paintings, would we have still had World War II? I, you know, we don't know. But, uh, yeah, the new scandals are coming out every day. There's a couple more Democrats in trouble, and the drum carrots, and Al Franken's got some more accusers coming up against them. And the Democrats will say, oh, he said he was sorry. Did you hear him? He said he's sorry, so it's okay. But if it's a Republican, it's like, oh, hang on. And you know me, folks, I'm an independent, but sometimes the liberals make me sick with their hypocrisy, really. It's just like these so-called Christians that are, you know, hypocrites, too. <sighs> well, we're going to try to brighten things up here on the Toxic Wise-Ass Show, and we're going to try to make every show funnier, and I want to thank everybody for tuning in. And we got uh, going to have some Christmas shows, and some skits, mini-movies, and lost episodes. And again, I'm going to say Merry Christmas. So I'll say Happy Holidays, Merry Christmas, Happy Thanksgiving. We had our Halloween shows, and they were fun. And we're going to continue to have fun here on the Toxic Wise Ass Show. I'm your host, Mark Chaplin, on Renegade Talk Radio. And again, I do appreciate you listening. Well, that's it for our show. Speaking of which, and I hope you enjoyed yourself, and I hope you had some laughs. You know, on the next show, we're going to have some, uh, be our Christmas shows coming up. But we're going to talk about some other things, too. And uh, I want to thank everybody for listening. Please tune in here on uh, Renegade Talk Radio. We're having fun, and this has been the Toxic Wise Ass Show, and I'm your host, Mark Chaplin. We'll see you on the next show where we're going to talk about uh, news and info and update material and see what's going on in the world. Talk about education, ups and downs, and social programs, and all those good things. And we're going to try to make you laugh, most importantly. So thanks for listening, and we'll see you on the next show.